Praise the Lord. Good morning. Hallelujah. All right. We've been talking about not missing your miracles. Learning to recognize the Lord and how the Lord works in our lives. Uh, many times it's easy just because of the competition that goes on in this world and in our life, it's easy to not see the Lord or actually see Him and actually just miss Him or discount Him entirely. Now we talked about discipleship and what a disciple is, the purpose of being a disciple. The purpose of being a disciple is not that we would have a comfortable life, not that all our dreams would be fulfilled, not even that we would be good people. But the uh, goal of a disciple is to be like his master. Basically, the disciples were called to follow Jesus. They could have done many other things, many wonderful things. And the great press that is upon us is to do just something else. Paul the Apostle, even the Lord Jesus Christ, we talked about and we'll continue to look at. Maybe good to, let's just open our Bibles someplace now. Uh, I think that would be good to open our Bibles to John, uh, chapter 6, I believe. And we'll stay there for a little bit. John, chapter 6. Paul, the Apostle, and many times we, we like to, and I don't know if we can help it or not, but we, we, we kind of fantasize. It's not like we say, okay, now I'm going to fantasize or romanticize, or, but our imaginations just are continually active. And depending on our circumstances and our souls and how we're made up and so forth, we kind of tend to think a certain way. And this is, I think, what gets us. Because we think temptation or wrong thinking comes like a switch. Like, oh, think this goes off, now I wreck it. It's kind of like driving down the street and there's a red light. Oh, red light, that means stop. Green light, that means go. And we were talking about a lot of the things that Jesus speaks to us and the wisdom that God is speaking to us do not come like red light, green light, do this, I'm now speaking to you. Bible talks about that wisdom is crying out in the street. And God seems to put it on us to bend our ear to learn how to hear that. It's not like, okay, now there's a red light coming, very good, you stop, now I'm going to speak to you, you're red. Most of the time we're just going through and we are to be followers of the Lord Jesus Christ and start bending our ear to say, oh, now he's speaking to me. Now he's speaking to me. And so again, we, when we look at the Bible, many times we'll say, man, if I, man, wouldn't it have been nice if I was there with Jesus Christ? Man, could you imagine being one of the 12? And maybe, you know, Sometimes we take on false humility and say, well, you know what, maybe I don't have to be one of the 12, but just maybe one of the 120. If I was just there, how many people have ever said, if I was just there, I would really serve Jesus? Anybody here like that? Nobody here like that? Okay. Now, if, you're not, if not, maybe, maybe that's not, you'll, you'll come to that. But maybe not, we like to say, man, if I was there. But that is an erroneous idea. It's an incorrect idea. The disciples, the disciples, I'm talking about the 12 now. Jesus has resurrected from the dead. The disciples said, man, Jesus has resurrected from the dead, and we've seen him. And then one of the great apostles, I think he ended up going to India. Was it Thomas? Yeah, Thomas went to India. Great revival broke out, martyred for the Lord. This great apostle, after working with his brethren, that Jesus Christ had called, 
They said, man, and, and Jesus told them, I'm going to suffer many things of the, the, the Gentiles and the Romans, and I'll be put to death. On the third day, I'm going to raise. And here the prophets, they have all these things. And now that Peter comes back and says, man, he's risen from the dead. This great apostle that's going to go out into all the world to preach the gospel. He says, I don't believe you. Unless I see it, unless I put my hands in. See, And many times we're just that. And he was actually with him. There is no difference of faith if we would live 2,000 years ago and we would see Jesus in the flesh, or if we're living now and we see Jesus in his body. Which body would you like to recognize better? See, the Bible says when we saw Jesus, we discounted him. There was nothing that says, wow. There's like a natural effect. There is nothing natural in us that God can draw out that makes us love God. And we rely so much on our natural goodness that we miss him. Because there goes Jesus right by and they said, that couldn't be God. Man, that can't be right. Because there's a great competition within us. The, as we're going to read, the flesh profits nothing. There is nothing that says, man, I, man, I, I can recognize God. Be aware of that nature or voice in you that relies on itself to be able to figure things. Oh, man, I, I love God. I, there is none of us like that, and that's the reason why Jesus Christ comes into the world, that we need to be born again and say, now, you know, I need to start hearing something in a spiritual way. And the Bible says that the spirit and the flesh are contrary one to another. There's an, a great war going on. This war is never done with, at least here in this age. Now, I'm not sure when we get a new body if it's going to be done away with, but the Bible talks about that there will always be faith, hope, and love. So there's going to have to be some exercise of faith, but that's in God's hands. But for us here, and we think, man, how many people have fought enough, exercised enough? How many people used to be in shape? Yeah, now the reason that we're not in shape is why? Well, we've stopped exercising. See, it used to be, wow, when I exercise, now you think after 20 years of exercising, that would... But after a very short period of time, that is gone. We must continue. And this is the great dilemma, if that's the right word. And this is why Jesus leaves us. He says, blessed are those servants that continue in my service, that continue to follow me. Now this is, we think, oh, well, that would be pretty easy. Let's just follow Jesus. As I was saying, we would think, you know, if, if Jesus was here, Paul the Apostle, you know, we, and again, we read, boy, Paul the Apostle, was, he saw the Lord and great things happen and you go here and, man, if Paul, I've, I've, now if we had him as the leader of the church, man, if you could have Paul as the leader of the church, man, that man was used to write the Bible, he was, did miracles, he knew the word of God. Churches have said, please, uh, Paul, uh, we don't want you coming back here anymore. We don't like the way you talk. You're not as handsome as some of the others. And the others are a little not, this is, there's nothing in us naturally that is drawn to God. Paul talks about there's many that he, he discipled, he worked with, he actually maybe led to the Lord. He said, they have now gone back loving this present world. The Lord Jesus Christ is, we're now in chapter 6. This is the Lord Jesus, and Jesus Christ, let me, let me just say this, and I know it's going to sound funny because of our doctrine, but again, as I was sharing last week, many times we're not followers of Jesus, we're followers of our own doctrine, our own moral standard, and our own goodness. Those things all have to come tumbling down. I'm going to look at a man who is, there are some people 
that naturally are moral likers. There are people that are just naturally good people, and there's nothing wrong with that, but there also is no righteousness in it because it's natural. Some people just don't like to smoke. They're not saved. They're, not, they're just, they don't like to smoke. Some people don't like to drink. Some people don't like to steal. Some people don't like to lie. Just like some people like to do all those things. There's nothing better in any of those because all our righteousness is as filthy rags to God. So what God is desiring is not that we, like I said last week, not, not that we don't smoke, we don't chew, and we don't run around with girls that do. We become people that follow Jesus. This is the mark of a disciple. And there is nothing in following Jesus or being godly that correlates to your life and to this world. It seems ridiculous. And what happens, and that's what the, Jesus said, blessed is that servant who when I return, I find him doing what I asked him to do. Why is that going to be such a remarkable thing? Because it's going to enter into our hearts after 20 years, 120 years, all the problems you went through. This is ridiculous. I think I'm going to go into the wine cellar. I think I'm going to start messing around. I think I don't need to do this anymore. Because who cares if it's dusted? And what happens is the relevancy of this world, or the Bible says in other words, the love of this world makes my heart wax cold to the things of God because it makes no sense. Therefore, my mind needs to be transformed on a continual basis to be a follower of Jesus and not saying, again, we're so self-centered, we think that if Jesus likes me, he will allow things that I like to happen. He will let things that I want happen. There's a scripture in the Bible that, 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 that's, that's always puzzled. It doesn't puzzle me. It bothers me. Let's, let's, let's open to that because there's going to come times in your life where God does not look like your friend. Luke chapter 11. I know we're in John, but he can wait because he loves Jesus so much. Okay, John chapter 11. Luke, that's what I said, yes. Is that where it is? Yes, Luke chapter 11. Now, again, I believe because of, you know, I used to wonder why Jesus came at the particular time that he came. Now, I still don't really know why, but, you know, some, like I said, your, your mind just kind of goes. Um, and I began to think, you know, a lot of the parables that Jesus talks about, we don't even understand simply because they don't exist in our society or in our thinking anymore. And this parable here would be like, okay, a, a friend shows up at midnight and you have nothing in the house. Well, you're going to go to Circle K nowadays, <laughs> or you'll go to Denny's or the 24 Market. See, we've lost that ability. Now, maybe that's why Jesus came at that time, because there was no Circle Ks. I don't know. But there are things that God wants us to learn about him that really don't even relate to this present world. And that's why it's, a, how many of you ever heard, oh, that, that just doesn't relate to this world? That doesn't relate to real life. Yes, you're absolutely right. Now, there is provision in the Word of God that all things that are given to us for life and godliness are in the Word. 
that we need to be able to take that and be in the world, but not of the world. I believe there's a, there's a book, a plan, not a book, but a plan for how we are to live in this world. The thing God has not taken us out of the world. He has put us in the world, but he also said, beware, because the things of this world are in competition with me. They want you to not follow me. They're gonna, they're gonna, you have to have your mind transformed. And it's those that follow Jesus that will stand out like lights in this world. Maybe doing the same things, maybe even prospering and doing well, but their motive and desire and testimony is not part of this world. And that's where we need to put the axe. Jesus says the axe needs to be put to the root of the tree. And there's this like all the time, man, why does God do this and why can't I do this? Because there's a battle in us to do what we want to do. Like I said last week, there's only one reason why I would not follow Jesus. So that because I want to do what I want to do. That's all. It's not necessary. See, and again, it's not the many times it's not the bad things that stumble us. It's the good tree. It's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. How many people have been stumbled by could I, how many people could have a better life if you weren't here? Jesus could have had a much better life if he didn't come down from heaven. Jesus could have had a much better life if he didn't pick those losers. Jesus could have had a much better life if he didn't want to save you. But all those things are in rebellion to the purpose of God. He said, I delight to do the will of my Father. And in this world, there, there, was, there was no companionship for that thought. And the same thing we're going to find, that the word of God, we have to make, make room. There's a song I think they sing. Let every heart prepare him room. Let heaven and earth and sing. Let heaven and earth and sing. You're not joining in, so. Okay. Well, we need to prepare room. We need to prepare some room. And a lot of times there's other stuff in that room. There's a, you know, it's me. My ideas. And, and Jesus came. Well, he came to offend us. He came to offend that nature that has once no room for God. And it will usually come along the lines of common sense, intellectual ideas, sympathy, um, emotions, that usually I reduce God down and make myself better. That, and the simple thing is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Look at it. How many people have ever said, will you just look at it? Does it make any sense? Why would God not want me to eat of this tree? Isn't that what the devil said? Come on, God doesn't. Does God really want you not to eat of that tree? How many people, how many, does God really want you not to be happy? Does God really want you not to use your gifts? Does God really, that sounds like someone we know. Sounds like the devil. God has got a plan that we know nothing about, and what he asks us to do is to trust him. Though he slay me, these are the words of Job, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I don't understand those words. Jesus would pray that almost exact words thousands of years later, not my will, but yours be done. We don't understand that since sin has come into the world, Serving God used to be a joy, and I think it still can be. See, how many people thought it was your joy is your strength? When you're happy, you can really serve God. 
Man, if I was just happy.